Hello, and welcome to They're a Super Geek. I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Miriam and Kristen, and our wonderful guest, Banana Chan. Uh, tonight, we're going to be playing Jiangxia, Blood in the Banquet Hall. Uh, but before we jump in, uh, who are we? They're a Super Geek is an actual play one-shot live stream that highlights the voices of marginalized folks in the tabletop community. We feature gender marginalized GMs in, and a diverse rotating cast. Tonight, we have with us Banana Chan, uh, who's a tabletop game designer, writer, publisher, and owner of Game in a Curry. Um, some of their recent work includes Jengsha, um, and writing for the latest Ravenhof and uh, Ravenloft, <laughs> uh, and lead haunt writing for Scooby-Doo, Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Uh, we're super excited to have you with us tonight. Um, so let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Uh, I'll get us started. I'm Jeremy Harper. I use they, them pronouns. I'm a multiracial, queer, non-binary educator, tabletop streamer, and uh, just baby, baby game designer starting to get into it. Um, uh, I am new to the streaming scene. Um, currently, you can find me here playing games with Taz Geek uh, and guest starring wherever I can. Um, so Utopia Transplaner RPG coming up soon. Um, or on Twitter at Hark Morper, uh, where I mostly spend my time hyping up my fellow queer trans uh, and uh, BIPOC folks. But let's, Kristen, do you want to jump in? Sure. Uh, hi, I'm Kristen. She, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. Um, I'm a game designer, writer, podcaster, and now live streamer. I'm so excited to be here at Taz Geek, and I'm really excited to be playing Changshi tonight. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Miriam, how about you? Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm Miriam. I go by they, them pronouns. I write for trpgs i live stream my podcast and do a lot of things uh you can find me on twitter at media underscore junk i was about to say junk chief <laughs> media <laughs> underscore junkie uh i'm just so excited to play this game y'all uh and uh yeah i've written for uh games such as thirsty sword lesbians uh which is going to be out soon if it isn't already out and also i contributed for the Moangi expanse expanse words the Mwangi expanse uh um for pathfinder so that is finally out now live for everybody i'm super excited that it's out there in the world uh and yeah utopia is where you can usually find me where i'm gming kahania and uh Musafir's, uh season two will happen it will happen at some point <laughs> <laughs> i actually finished editing one episode so i'm super super happy it's going to release soon, like in a month or so. Um, yeah, that's me. And Banana, please tell us about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am Banana. Uh, she, her, they, them pronouns. I am the owner and co-founder of a small board game slash RPG publishing company called Game and Curry. Uh, like Jeremy said, uh, basically you ran through like my entire bio. So I'm just like, I'm just excited to be here and run this game for you. <laughs> So uh, I guess we could get started. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you want to take things away or should I yeah. just like- Go okay. for it. 
Awesome. Uh, so Joshua Blown the Banquet Hall is a game about um, a Chinese American family trying to run a restaurant in the 1920s, trying to survive uh, the oppression of the time, but also just like having really sweet family moments uh, running this family family restaurant together uh, and also doing some silly things because, you know, when you're surviving in the 1920s, uh, Zhang Shi are bound to happen, right? Definitely a historically mm -hmm. accurate uh, game that we have here. <laughs> so uh, in this specific scenario, uh, we are going to have a few content warnings. So before we get into everything, uh, I just want everyone that's watching to know that they uh, the scenario does deal with the supernatural, uh, murder, ritualistic sacrifices, cults, uh, racism from the police. So that's sort of veiled. So we're not going to you know go into graphic detail about that. Uh, some annoying gangs uh, and a lot of lizards. So uh, if you're not a fan of lizards, uh, just putting that out there. We're going to have a lot of them. Uh, the tone for this game is going to be silly. It's sort of like a Bob's Burgers meets uh, Jiangshu meets like, you know, paranormal stuff uh, sort of uh, sort of game. So it's very silly. And uh, the setting for this game is going to be in uh, 1920s New York City's Chinatown. Uh, so that's a that's a basic summary of what this what this game is going to be going to be like just to set some expectations. Uh, we have done some calibration tools uh, before we started recording. So everyone knows that uh, knows what they're getting into and what to do. Uh, if there's anything that they want to uh, rewind and redo. Um, and we also have some characters that we've picked out. So uh, who wants to introduce their character to everyone? Uh, should we start with the youngest character first? Sure. Um, let me find <clears throat> my character sheet. Okay. Yay. I'm excited to play the child. So I am playing Sam, they, them pronouns, um, fourth generation, age 17. Um, I'm the child of Julia Howard and the grandchild of Mary. Um, do you want me to go over like my, my skills and items? Yeah. Your sure. skills and items and maybe your hopes and dreams as well. Oh, hopes and dreams are so important. Uh, my everyday item is a sketch pad. Uh, my skill is um, passing. So I can reattempt a role when interacting um, with a Westerner. My facet is a visual artist. Um, one of my other skills is the new world. So basically I can re-roll to attempt to make connections with um, non-Chinese NPCs of color. Um, my other facet is an actor, ooh, a visual artist and an actor. This is a very creative human. I'm excited to play them. Um, I have an heirloom that is a jade bracelet. And my hopes and dreams are to become a performance artist or a visual artist. I think that they are very dramatic. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, let's go over to uh, the mom next. Yeah. Uh, so I am playing Julia Wong, uh, and I am the mother of Sam, and as you will find out, the daughter-in-law for Mary. Uh, and my items and skills that I have is I have a broom, uh, and my skill is uh, I'm good at cooking, and I'm also an entrepreneur and a psychic uh i'm a very dramatic person <laughs> and i am also an actor and my hopes and dreams are for 
my child to have a better life out of this restaurant that we have. Awesome. And finally, Grandma. So I am playing uh, Mary Wong. Uh, I am uh, I'm the grandmother um, and mother to uh, mother-in-law to Julia and mother to Howard, um, who is uh, off busy right now. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> I, my everyday items, my item is cigarettes. Uh, my, one of my skills is traditional culture and mythology. Um, so I, uh, I can reattempt roles to escape the Jingsha or remember details about them. Uh, I, one of my facets is Wu. Um, so I have, uh, I don't need to roll to speak with spirits. I am mm. uh, skilled or I am equipped to speak with spirits already. Um, I'm also really good at gambling. Um, so, uh, which is, which will come in handy when we get to my helps, hopes and dreams here. Um, but I'm an artist as well. I'm a, I'm a poet. So, uh, it runs in the family. Um, mm. And then my, yeah, my hopes and dreams. I want to get rich quick and go on a cruise, baby. So, uh, oh, good. maybe the gambling will help with that. Now, grandma, you have one more thing uh, up your sleeve and that is your secret recipe book. It's not actually a recipe book. Uh, it is a, uh, a bunch of secrets that basically tell you how to defend against the juncture, but the rest of the family might not know that. Uh, in fact, they might not even believe in the supernatural or anything ghostly or spiritual, uh, just because we live in a modern age, the 1920s, we live in a modern age. And, uh, you know, this kind of thing you don't really believe in. So, uh, Grandma, on your character sheet, you have an extra something uh, which I am going to share with you right now. And I'm not going to tell anyone else what that is. I also moved the slides so no one else can, the audience can't see it either. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Real quick. Sorry, audience. You get to secrets. find out and play. <laughs> so you have secrets. That's going to stay on your character sheet. Yeah. No one else will be able to Ooh. see that. Um, all right. Now, usually we have a fourth player who plays the dad, but dad's not here. Where, where did he go? Is he on a business trip? Maybe like a restaurant tour convention? Maybe thing? trying to, trying to franchise, like, you know, or, or sell it to a franchise. I was thinking that what if he's out looking at like purchasing another restaurant so we could possibly expand? Although restaurant convention sounds like very interesting and possibly a whole nother game in the 1920s <laughs> i don't know world expo for restaurants right yeah yeah uh, all right so he's off uh trying to figure out the franchising of this restaurant speaking of this restaurant um we're going to go over to slide three okay. uh where we're going to answer some questions so the first question uh, that we're going to have is, uh, where is the location of the restaurant? So we know that it's in uh, New York City, it's in Chinatown. Um, and just to give you an idea of what that looks like, uh, Chinatown is next to, um, is next to Little Italy, and it's also uh, above the financial district. Okay. So, um, Oh, and also above the uh, the where all the courts and stuff are. So there's like the family courts. There's like the um, 
the uh, the jail is over in that section as well. Okay. So where do you think that we are? Hmm. Are we doing well that we would sort of be in a district that would be uh, getting, I guess, more clientele or a particular level of clientele? I think we might be doing well. I mean, if we're, we're doing well enough that Howard is off trying to franchise. So we must, we must be fairly successful where we are. Yeah. We might be in the financial district then or close to it. Nice. Yeah. So maybe uh, close to the financial district slash. Uh, so near that area is also where the courts are. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. the family court and all that stuff. All right, cool. Uh, so what is the name of your restaurant? It's the next question. Oh, this is always fun. Naming the restaurant. So uh, a previous game <laughs> names <laughs> their restaurant. I think it was Lucky Phoenix tiger dra- something like that um yeah. so just to give you an idea of what what about what's peeking duck with a double e like like a peeping duck so peeking duck oh, oh nice nice love the puns yeah strap in banana if you didn't know <laughs> Miriam is the pun master of Tazki. <laughs> Miriam, bring on the puns <laughs> So uh, the next question is, what type of cuisine do you serve? Um, and what's the signature dish? So I'm assuming that you have Peking duck, but it'd be funny if you didn't. Hard <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no on Peking duck. <laughs> I kind of like us not having Peking duck. It's, now, yeah. yeah. Now that you've thrown that out there, I like that. But it's yeah. like, it's, 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 um, we do chicken. Lots of chicken. <laughs> Lots of chicken. We did like roasted chicken, like mock duck. Yeah, mock duck. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So, uh, what's the so your type of cuisine is? uh, Is it more like dinner style? Um, I feel like if we're go ahead. I was just gonna say this. We might have been saying the same thing. If we're the financial district, it feels more like we're serving during maybe lunch, like work hours, maybe happy hour right afterwards versus late dinners. But what do y'all think? Yeah, I was kind of going with that of their whole speciality is like quick lunches and um, uh, happy hour and stuff like that. Love it. And what is your signature dish? Uh, Peking chicken. Peking chicken! (laughs) (laughs) Duck is hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah. So it's served in the exact same style as Peking duck, but it's a chicken. Peking chicken. Awesome. All right. And the last question (laughs) on the board is uh, what's your typical clientele and when are your busiest times? Lunch. Yeah. Lunch Uh, is the busiest time. And definitely. I wonder if if lunch and then also like client dinners, like people, like people bringing their clients here. So it's not necessarily happy hour. So it's like private dinners. Either private dinners or people like bringing like a single client to show off this place. Um, So like those are going to be a little bit later, I think, kind of later dinners. Oh, I love that. So we have a big afternoon lull probably to wear. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Nice. This is a fancy place, it sounds like. I Apparently. We do chicken in many, many styles. (laughs) so, So is it fancy or have the white like businessmen decided that it's authentic and they like it 
um, because it's like, yeah. What if the special yeah. things called winner, winner, chicken dinner? <laughs> I love it. I love yes. it. Well done. All right. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is great. All right. Awesome. Hopefully that all fits onto the slide. It does fit. Yes. It kind of does. Actually, I'm just going to make this bigger. There we go. Now you can see it. Um, Awesome. So you have your restaurant, Peking Duck. Uh, You have your location. (laughs) You have your type of cuisine. You have your typical clientele. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we're going to do some additional questions. So what is the name of the competing restaurant nearby? Chick Inn, like chick, and then in as an I-N-N. Chicken. Wow. In. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's good. I had to I had to like spell that out in my head. <laughs> the puns. So good. Let's do um, it. And the next question is why do the tongs come around to your restaurant? Now the tongs are the Chinese gangs uh, mm-hmm. back in the 1920s. Um, would it be like they have some sort of issue or rivalry with us or could it be are they are they the type that would like collect some sort of tax for doing business in their area or because we have such a fancy clientele um they uh kind of either strong arm or through you know diplomacy or whatever use us as a um like either for spying or like a uh um words (laughs) but something on those lines yeah like if any of their members get into trouble and we have people here possibly even from the court system like it would be more like a lawyer yeah and then we would have to listen in oh i like that Mm -hmm. that adds some tension and some drama yeah so it's not just it's not just like businessmen who are coming here for these fancy dinners, sometimes it's like lawyers or judges or things from the courts. Mm-hmm. So we're yes. spying. I, nice. They come yeah. around because we're spying, I guess is bottom line, right? Or we can That's casually awesome. mention, oh, we're having, you know, especially our favorite customers of like, oh, we're having a problem with this issue. And they're like, oh, well, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's cool. Great. And then the next question is, why do the police annoy your restaurant for money? I feel like I want to use the R word, but I will stop. Fair. <laughs> um, why do they annoy us for money? Like they come by mm-hmm. and ask for money. Yeah. Because the tongs come around here. I, I was going to say, could it be as simple as they see how successful we are based on customers from the financial district? And so they think they can do like a shakedown. Yeah. I, I was thinking, yeah, I was very much finding myself thinking like, I mean, they come by because they're awful. And yes, I skipped right over how awful they are. <laughs> but but I think that's that's exactly right. Like that that's why they're shaking us down in particular is because we have the funds. And they might, you know, they they might use the tongs as a pretense. Like yeah. you know, we I, we think that there's been gang activity here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not wrong, but at the same time, they're not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do anything illegal here? Mm-mm. We make amazing peking chicken. <laughs> Peking duck. <laughs> Sorry, peking duck. <laughs> awesome. All right. So now we are going to get into some character relationship questions. So, mom, uh, mm-hmm. Wong Ho Tong, 
who do you want to impress the most? And talk about the last time you impressed them and it failed or tried to impress them and it failed. And is this like amongst amongst the player characters? Yes, yes. Huh, I think I think I Yeah, I think I wanted to impress uh my child because my child's, you know, like a typical teenager if that's okay. Um is sort of like, you know, mom's not cool, you know, like oh or or at least that's the perception that's there of like, you know, mom's not cool and um tried to uh maybe for Halloween try to dress up fancy you with the broom and be like, you know, I'll come trick-or-treating with you, honey. And uh it didn't work because um I feel like if you're okay with it, you're just like, Mom, I just want to go with my friends. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I was a spooky witch <clears throat> serving meals that day. Oh. 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 By myself. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> now, Sam, over to you. Who are you scared of disappointing the most? Talk about the last time you did something disappointing. Oh, um, <clears throat> who am I scared of disappointing the most? So probably, probably my grandmother. Um, and I think... I think the last time I did something disappointing, let's see, Sam does not speak Cantonese very well. Is that correct? No, oh, they do. Okay. Okay. Oh, and really doesn't write very well. Um, I think that I wrote my grandmother a card for a, a holiday um, and it was, and I attempted to write it in Cantonese and it was very poorly written and she was clearly disappointed in me. Oh. <laughs> Now, Grandma, who do you trust the least? And talk about the last time they did something that broke your trust. Oh, um, who do I trust the least? Uh, I think I think I don't trust the. I think it might be. I think it might be uh, Julia. Nice. Um. But I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what it was you did that broke my trust. Um, Married your son. <laughs> I think I mean honestly I don't know if it's the most recent, but I think uh, like the way that I remember that incident with the card um, with the birthday card is that it was a reminder that Julia didn't teach or that Weetong didn't teach Sam um uh Cantonese didn't make sure that that like Sao Yi should have grown up speaking Cantonese um and reading it and writing it and that that's that was the thing that that feels like a betrayal of to me so is it kind of like you know your your son can do no wrong therefore the whole onus of teaching it should fell like you know the blame fell on me I'm okay playing it that way I'm just sort of I think like, that's probably I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I probably tell, I probably tell my son that he's made mistakes too, but mm -hmm. I feel betrayed by you. I feel, I blame you definitely more for it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Awesome. So it seems like we have our restaurant and our family dynamics, our very happy family dynamics. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to set the scene a little bit. Uh, We're going to talk about the setting. So just a quick reminder for everyone. It is September 1925 in New York City's Chinatown. It's just starting to get chilly out and school is about to start next week. Most of the population here is Cantonese from the Guangdong province or region. The locals here have been through a lot and still have to go through the annoyances of the local tongs, even though they have mostly dispersed in San Francisco, and the overbearing police force. When will they ever stop asking for money? There's also a shift in politics as a vote for a new mayor is upon the town. A local Democratic candidate, Jimmy Walker, is gaining popularity by focusing on workers' rights and condemning white supremacy. Meanwhile, another candidate is trying to find ways to stop Walker from coming into power by whatever means necessary, supernatural or otherwise. So we are going to imagine that, uh, pretend this is a camera, and uh, we're going down the streets. We start the scene, uh, we start the scene at the gates of Chinatown and we're just going through these gates. Uh, There's a political candidate who's gathered a crowd, that's Jimmy Walker, uh, who's, you know, stirring up a crowd. Uh, Everyone's listening intensely to his speech. He wants to bring in more money into Chinatown, helping the folks to live here in the local businesses. Passing through the crowd, we see a man in a suit holding something in his blazer pocket, uh, hiding something in his blazer pocket, but you can't see what it is. A lizard scurries along the path. Following down the street even more, we land at a street with two family restaurants across from one another. Uh, One of them is chicken, and the other one is Peking Duck. Our story focuses around the Wong family restaurant, Peking Duck. So we are at day one uh, in the morning. And what we do now is we are going to each take two cards, two restaurant cards from slide three. So uh, you'll see that there are all these different cards that are like hidden. Um, Just go ahead and pick two and drag them out into a space on the board and make sure that your cards are sort of together with your area. From any of the three, is that right? Any of the three rows, yes. Uh, so mine is the one in the middle. Mine's the one on the right, well, over here. <laughs> Mine's awesome. in the lower left corner. I'll do up top. So uh, let's My one is shifted into the, uh, just so that we can oh. see it on the screen. Sorry. It's okay. It up here. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. So uh, let's start with Sam. So Sam, what are your chores for today? Um, can I zoom on this? Yes. Under view, zoom, and 200%. Um, or you can uh, click on the magnifying glass uh, that's next to the text yeah. editing section. <laughs> Google Slides. Got it. Thank you. So I need to go through the inventory, um, which takes an hour. And I also need to prep the meat, um, the duck, uh, which takes about two hours. Nice. And uh, Hoitong, what are you doing today? What's on your task list? Uh, So I am making noodles, which is three hours, and fix a broken dining table, two hours. Awesome. So it looks like you have your hands full. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, Grandma, what are you doing today? Uh, I will be spending time, let's see, refilling the condiments, which will take two hours, and getting the steamer ready. 
which will also take two hours. Awesome. Now, Grandma, because you are uh, the oldest family member, you have the chance to rearrange some of these things. So if you don't like anything that you have in your hand, you could, you know, switch around some tasks, convince someone else to do something for you. Oh, I gotta look back at what people are doing. Um, oh, I, Sam, Sam is up in the, the, or, uh, so Yi is up in the top left, right? Yes. I I just do not trust you to to um, do that prepping of the meat. I think that like I should probably I'll prep the meat. You can refill the condiments. I think that might that might work out a little better. Um, with with my son gone, I would uh, I would hate for the restaurant to get a bad reputation while my son is out of town. Just want to make sure we do it right. Ouch. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I think that Sam has like already started. Right. And so you interrupt and, and so very respectfully, Sam just cleans off their hands and says, okay, grandmother and leaves. And then as soon as they're out where they're going to fill the condiments, then they're like, me, 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 me. but they would not do that in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, let's start with Hoichong. So Hoichong, what are, uh, so you're going to be choosing one of those two things uh, to set the scene, basically. Uh, so what are you doing uh, and where are you right now? I think I will be making the noodles because that takes more time. And uh, while certain, while we're letting, for example, the dough rest or whatever, I can maybe try to tackle that uh, broken table, but uh, I think I will be in the kitchen where there's like a long prep area for the noodles and just start mixing the dough uh, with the right flour and the right temperature of water because IRL, I know it's either cold water or hot water and I'm not sure which one it is. So just assume I have the correct temperature of water um, and I'm just kneading it by hand because I get the sense that uh, at this time period, uh, it was not common for mixers to be available. <laughs> also, I get the sense that if uh, we're super traditional in how we prepare things, it's made by hand anyway. So uh, yeah, I'll just be uh in there hand, like elbows up in flour and water and just like kneading away and taking out whatever frustrations i might be having out in the kneading so you sound you sound like you're really frustrated and you also sound like you're really focused yes so yes i am is there anyone else who's there with you right now that's breaking your focus and making you a little bit more annoyed uh I feel like with the prepping of the meat might be, uh, I feel like uh, grandma here might be <laughs> taking sort of just encroaching in my space just a little or making noise like loud noises. Whereas I was like, you know, getting in, getting into focus and kind of taking out my frustration and suddenly I hear the big cleaver going smack, smack <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you think, whatever you are doing with the meat prepping it and i'm just like Gra wincing each time the noise gets into my grandma tell tell us what it looks like when you're prepping this meat um so uh i've got i mean i've got the the meat out um it's funny i actually don't cook 
meet. Um, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> but uh, I've got I've got the different um, seasonings and things out, um, and I've got the the uh, it's chicken, so it's the whole. I've got whole chickens here um, that I am cutting into pieces. So again, I have to use that big cleaver to to cut it into pieces. Um, and you would think that I would do all the cutting first at once, and then it would just be over and done with, but I'm not. I, You hear a few of those like chops, the big cleaver hitting, and then I deal with that little piece that I've chopped up and, I, and I'm prepping that meat and putting whatever seasonings and setting it aside. And then um, just when you think that you're starting to get into your groove again, you hear three or four more of those big chop, thunk, thunk, thunk. I'm humming to myself the whole time. I'm having a great old time back there. You know, things would go a lot faster if you just cut them all in once and then season them all, like maybe assemble them in the order. I've been doing this for 50 years at this point. I think I know how to how to prep peaking, well, how to prep the the chicken. Okay, but just saying you you It'd be easier to clean up if you just did all the messy things at once, cleaned up, and then went to the next part. I mean, if you if you would like to do it, you're welcome to. I've got I I I'm sure I could find something to to fill my time with. I've got some. Uh, I, I'm sure I could 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 run to my my friend's house. We could play some mahjong if you would like to do this yourself. On on second thoughts, you know what? Thank you so much for helping out. Uh, I really appreciate your help here. You're very welcome. Thank you. And I just look for a, a transistor, <laughs> a, a small, like portable transistor, just turn on, just do whatever mm, <laughs> soothing music I can find. And Sam, as uh, as those two are bickering in the background, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm in the the front of the restaurant and uh, refilling the condiments. And, and I think that when I refill the condiments that even though it's not like, a, it's not stated as part of the chores that I also probably should be wiping down like the tables. Uh, and so I think that is what, that's what they're doing currently. Nice. Um, so as you're doing that, uh, someone barges in through the front door and uh, you realize that the door is not locked, even though you're not serving anyone right now. Um, but the person who barges in is a shady looking character. And uh, he gets up to you. He's wearing this trench coat. He's got like oh. something in his pocket. Um, and he looks like he's, uh, he's just very, his eyes are a little shifty, just like looking around. Mm -hmm. He sees you and he's just like, Hey there, you got a table? Oh, we're not, we're not open yet. He reaches into his pocket and takes out a hundred dollar bill, which back then was a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still, I'm in like, whoa, hundred dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think Sam like looks over their shoulder a little bit and then is like, takes the hundred dollars and puts it in their apron and it's like, right this way. And then seats him at the front by the door so that when they go to explain what's happening, maybe he won't overhear the argument that's bound to take place. <laughs> so 
so yeah, they get him a, a menu. Um, and will anyone else be joining you? He looks down <clears throat> at the menu and then looks back up. No, it's just me. Okay. Would you, would you like some water or tea? Yes, tea would be lovely. Okay. I'll be right back. They back up a few steps and then turn and go. <laughs> awesome. So are you going back to the kitchen where uh, grandma and mom are? Yeah, I'm going back to the kitchen to say that we have an early guest. Oh, um, hi. Hi, mom, grandma. Uh, we, we, have a, we have a guest. Is anything ready yet? And you see the raw dough still being mixed, and the the I imagine the spread of whatever the chicken is being prepared absolutely <laughs> raw, and sort of look back and I say, "Do we look like we're ready?" He was very hungry and insistent. Is there any soup ready? Do we have any leftovers from yesterday? Suppose we do have our. Suppose we do. I mean, I could also fry some donuts really quickly. Good idea. I'm going to take him tea and sell those donuts. Yeah, I I, I know there's these long um, donuts um, that are sort of like X-shaped or like four-shaped. And I assume that's hopefully fast and easy. I don't know how they're actually made, but I'm just oh, going to... Yeah. I'm just gonna go with it and start making a couple muttering Actually, I'm gonna, of I, I I'm gonna ask you to roll some d8s yeah and I also have I believe um cooking so uh hopefully if things don't work out I can reattempt a roll nice all right uh, so roll five d8s okay so I've got a seven and an eight uh and i have one four. Ooh, so you got a seven mm -hmm. nice so uh tell me what it looks like when you succeed at making these glorious uh yaotiu donuts uh yeah so i just pulled some of the dough out that uh might have already been made um with yeast or whatever and was just resting and i just pulled some out and I shape them into the donuts and I just quickly fry them. Uh, and then seeing uh, who they are and how, like, I maybe even just sprinkle a little sugar or something to give it a little pizzazz. Um, and I, I send it piping hot, like fresh. And Grandma, you see this happening. Um, huh. How do you react to that? So, uh, so as soon as, as soon as Miriam shifts away, so, or sorry, not Mary. Uh, as soon as uh, uh, you're called Mary can, here, <laughs> as soon as uh, uh, Julia shifts away um, and and uh, Sam goes goes back out, I like as you shift to start making the 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 donuts, um, I I stop and I look at you because um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what what Sam had just because Sam came in and I imagine was probably speaking in English. Um, but I, I just double checked with you. I'm like, did he say that there was a guest out there? Uh, yes. Someone came in really quickly, even though we're not open yet. But uh, I guess a paying customer is a paying customer. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, but uh, I I think I'm most concerned. I'm looking over at the the noodles. Um, I'm prepping the meat. 
Uh, I, I'm as quickly as you can. Uh, we we will still need to we still need to prep for the lunch rush though. Um, so we'll just can we tell him that that we can't serve him any any full meals or anything until um, unless he's willing to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I told I told Sam to pass okay. the message on. Okay. Um, yeah. Then uh, I. I, I mean, I just kind of look disappointed, uh, or not not disappointed. I, I look, I just kind of shake my head, roll my eyes, um, kind of mutter something to myself, and go back to the thunk <laughs> um, with a little more vigor this time. Yeah, um, as if yeah. on script. The back door opens to the kitchen, <laughs> and uh, your arrival from chicken, child Lockwai comes in and Chow looks at you and he's just like, he's, he's looking like he's got this, this air of arrogance to him. He's just like, you know, very pleased with himself, even though he's just, you know, hasn't done much. He's just walked through a door. Um, and he's looking at both of you and he's just like, so how are you ladies doing today? Better than oh. you. I just came by to check in to see how things are going. I see you're still with your chicken recipes, obviously not as good as mine because we are, of course, chicken. That is duck. Duck. I mean, really duck as a piece of chicken goes flying. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to hit him uh, with the chicken? No, I just wanted to bring in really silly slapstick humor. (laughs) (laughs) From the vigorous (laughs) vigorous cutting off the meat, maybe one goes flying. Uh, Grandma, would you like to roll to see if it hits? (laughs) Yes, I would love to roll to see if it hits. Go ahead and roll 5d8s. Um, so I got two sevens, uh, an eight, a six, and a or two. Um, so I guess an eight is the highest roll. Nice. All right. So your eight is the highest roll. It smacks him right in the face and, um, it like slowly peels down his face. It's just, just like, you know, this piece of raw chicken and he looks at both of you and he's just I like, did say duck. And then, and as, oh, oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, um, as as that happens, I kind of gesture to the um, to the front and say, um, uh, "It seems we've already got business today. How are how are things over there? Clearly, you're over here. Service hasn't even begun. It is. I. He pauses for a moment and he just like looks out the door just to see beyond if there actually is someone there and you're not lying. He sees someone and he's just like. You know what? I'll be back. This is the last time you've seen of me. And he just rushes out the door. All right. So we're going to move into the afternoon now. Um, and the shady looking guy with the trench coat is still sitting there. He's been sitting there for a couple of hours now, give or take. Um, and he's still enjoying whatever he's got in front of him. Uh, Sam, uh, are you still at the front of the restaurant? Um, I think I've had to go to the back for a few things just as I'm I'm help. I still had inventory. Um, so I think that I, I had to do that as well. Um, but I kept kind of peeking. Like I imagined them like in the back doing inventory and then going and just like peeking their head out to see because he's he's got shifty eyes. So they just wanna they just wanna check in. 
Um, so yeah, back and forth between the two. Nice. Uh, so Sam, when you're in the front, um, the front door opens and it's starting to get like a little bit busier. A few more people are trickling in, but the front door opens and it's uh, a police officer. His name is officer Perry. And uh, he sees you and uh, he asks you for the money. Do we think, I'm going to say Sam has probably met him before. Is that probably. sound right? Okay. Yeah, most okay. likely. Um, oh, Sam's going to give him a little bit of attitude. Um, it's, it's getting to be our busy time. Can you, can you come back a little later? I, I can't come back any later. I mean, I'm on my lunch break right now, so I have to come by right now. I mean, what about after work? It's like, it's really busy. I have a family. I have several things on my list of things to do. (sighs) Okay. I'll get my mom. So I think Sam goes to the back to tell um, at least their mom or their mom and grandma, if they're back there, that Officer Perry is here. Um. Mom, what are you doing? Are you in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably close to finishing the noodles and okay. having them ready for service uh, and sort of going probably, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. So I think Sam just pops their head in there and is like, Mom, Officer Perry's here for the money again. Well, but I mean... <laughs> I don't like this, but I suppose this is the cost of doing business here. But uh, um, yeah, just just give him the money and get make him go away. You're what, you're you're the one who speaks the best. What if we just say no? What if we just say we don't want to do it anymore? Well, before we do that, we need to make sure we have a friend, and uh, we we don't. I'm not sure. I mean, we can ask at lunchtime, but can. Why don't why need to tell why don't you tell him to come after work then? Because then I by tried. lunch, I tried. He said he has a family, so he can't come back. Tell him we'll give him one of our winner winner dinners. Oh, he loves those. Okay, I'm gonna go try. Okay, Grandma, so Sam- do you understand anything that has just happened? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Uh, I think how well it's a frequent thing. He comes by on a regular basis. Um, I think I would have probably picked out at least his name mm-hmm. um, when you when you referenced him. Um, so I think I would have had a pretty good idea of what it was about, um, but not the details of what your plan is that you're going back out there to do. Um, I think I, I yeah I yeah. I'm assuming that you are uh, we're going to pay him like we usually do. Mm-hmm. So uh, you go back out. And you notice that uh, the police officer and the shady looking character are uh, sort of at a standoff between the time that you've left and uh, the time that you've returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, something has happened between the two of them, something odd. You're not sure what's happened, but uh, the shady looking character is like towering over this officer now. Mm. And uh, he looks really upset. Okay. Are they shouting or no? They're just, they're not shouting. They're just okay. staring at each other. It's just Ooh, like this weird and that's worse. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the entire restaurant is very quiet. This is not good oh. for business. Oh, they're all just oh. like staring at the, the two of them waiting for something to happen. Oh, okay. So I think, I think Sam sees that and like 
kind of makes a, a little announcement like, um, I'll be bringing fresh hot tea for everyone in just a moment. And then goes over and like stands, looks back and forth between the two. And it's like, uh, is there a gentleman? Is there, is there a problem? Officer Perry, is there a problem? The officer looks at you briefly and says, there's no problem here. I'll be back in the evening. Oh, and he saunters off. Okay. Um, Sam looks at the, the shifty gentleman, <laughs> uh, and says, is, is everything okay? Is there anything else that I can get you? I'm fine. That might've been weird for you to see. You see, I'm a traveling salesman. Oh, I sell dictionaries, bobbleheads, Avon. That's a, that's a lot of items that you sell. Where, where are all your things? That is another good question. Because I travel so much, mm-hmm. they're in a briefcase at my hotel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You're staying at a hotel. Yes. Would you like me to pack you up some f- some food for dinner, like to go, and that way you have a meal for later? No, actually, I'm, I have a few questions for you first. So, sure, I know um, everything on the menu. Go right ahead. Well, actually, this question is about um, someone around this area with some political influence. Oh, okay. Does a Jimmy Walker come by here often? Um, I mean, he's been by once or twice. He's not a regular. All right. Are you looking for him? No. Oh, okay. You've answered all that I needed to know. And he passes you another $100 bill. Oh, <laughs> they put it in their, in their apron. Are you sure I can't get you just a meal to go? It's for later. I'll Mom makes another. the best noodles. Don't tell her I said that. I'll take another meal for here. Oh, you'll still be joining us. Yes, I'll still be here, here for a while. Oh. I'll, I'll be here for quite some time. Okay. See, because I'm a traveling salesman, I get hungry yes. really easily from all the sure. traveling and the sure. selling. Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, grandma might get mad if you try to sell to the customers. So maybe do it quietly if you do that. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll bring you some more tea. Okay. Thank you. Sam, Sam leaves. <laughs> uh, do you tell your other family members about what just happened? Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think that Sam, I'm trying to decide if Sam's going to talk about the money. Not yet. Um, I think that Sam does go back in the kitchen and tell, and tell mom, um, mom, the, the guy from this morning is still here. I think he really likes your food. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I hope I hope he dips well. So he had this really weird interaction with Officer Perry, and then he asked me about Mr. Walker, and then he gave me a hundred dollars. She take uh, they take the money out of the apron and hundred dollar bill and, and like put it on the counter. I hope they're not trying to buy you. <gasps> me. Yeah, you know, they, they see a pretty face and you have such a wonderful face and be like, okay, here. Oh, thanks. Spend time with me. Here's money. I don't think so. He he only asked me one question. Okay, and this morning he gave me another hundred dollars and he came in. Here it is. That's it though. That's all the money he's given me. Grandma, you see okay, the yeah. two hundred dollar bills smack <laughs> on the table. You probably don't know what's going on still, but you yeah. see the money. So yeah, so I, I come over there at this point. Um, uh, at this point, I'm smoking in the back. Um, 
uh, and, I, and I just come over there um, and point directly, you know, point directly at the, the $200 um, on the counter. And I say, um, what, what happened? That, was that what you were supposed to give to Officer Perry? Um, but I, I, yeah. I very quickly explain that the customer who had come and is still here gave uh, Sam the money uh once in the morning and then again right now and is going to stay for dinner and then i and i and then i say i hope he doesn't think sam's for sale <laughs> um but I, I i do look at you and say sam is is such a such a pretty um like sam is very pretty so i i understand the, the concern but no i uh wait i'm i'm concerned wait this but is officer perry did did you pay? Did we pay Officer Perry? What what happened? I'm I'm much more concerned about the 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 police than this no. random person. No, and uh, Sam said that uh, the stranger kind of towered over, and then Officer Perry left and would come back in the evening. I didn't even have to offer the winner winner chicken dinner for free, so I saved us money and brought us I... so much more. You should mm -hmm. be serving tables a lot more now. Oh, but school. I, we'll talk later. I, I'm feeling. I'm officer. The 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 police don't don't usually just leave without you giving them anything. I don't. He I, he he was really upset by the traveling salesman. I mean, maybe maybe he previously bought some Avon and it didn't work, and and he's mad and didn't want me to know. But he did seem. He didn't seem to like. The traveling salesman. Wait, a traveling salesman? Then you definitely need to make sure that you are 100% here. Okay, I will. I, you... I, so I, 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 walk, I walk over and just look out <clears throat> at the traveling sales salesman person. Does, I mean, does anything look strange about him? Well, he... everything, but. <laughs> so he's got this trench coat on. He's white. Um, he's got this trench coat on, and he also has something in his pocket that looks really heavy. Um, and he keeps like fidgeting at the at the side. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I think you should ask him to leave. Send send him over to the chicken inn. We don't want to give business to the chicken inn, Grandma. I don't Ooh. want someone here that's going to cause us more problems to the police than we already have. He actually got rid of the police. You don't have to pay. But the police said they were coming back. Yeah. And that is, again, is usually not a good thing when they leave with nothing and say they'll be back. Well, well that's true. He just paid for a lot of winner winner chicken dinners right now. That's also true. I, I could I could tell him to go over to chicken while we clean up and prepare for dinner and then tell him he could come back. What if he likes the chicken over there better? now there's a lot of money <laughs> let him stay here it's fine he's by the door far away from all of us and yeah. just again checks to look not looking at us and i told him <laughs> under no circumstances is he allowed to sell to our customers so they will not be bothered all right just keep an eye on him i suppose okay i'm gonna take everyone hot tea so as you're going out uh, to take everyone hot tea, I think uh, we're going to transition over to the evening now. Okay. And uh, it's around um, probably 6 p.m. ish. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 
I was going to say, um, before we translate our transition over to the evening, should we take a brief break here? Oh, yes. Sure. Great idea. This would be a good moment before. Yeah. So we will take about a five minute break um, and then we will be back with more Jane Hello. Welcome back to They're a Super Geek. I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Miriam and Kristen, and our guest, Banana Chan. We are playing Jingxi tonight, uh, where our family is running a, um, a wonderful restaurant. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> a Peking, Peking Duck, where we serve no duck. Um, <laughs> no shady business going on here yeah. None. <laughs> and there's someone super shady hanging out by the front door um hanging out in one of the booths by the front door um mm-hmm. as far away from the kitchen as possible so they can't <laughs> overhear us when we talk about them <laughs> facts <laughs> like they will though they, they probably will they're We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> so we are entering uh, the evening now. So it's around 6 p.m. And uh, all of you are still busy serving customers. Uh, the shady looking character is still sat at the same spot. And it seems like he hasn't moved. Except for maybe to go to the bathroom and then come back out. And then just like sit back there behind the menu looking at something. But you don't know what. Has um, he been eating? He's been pecking at his food. And I think that he's uh, he's just just hanging out, not really bothering anyone, not selling any Avon products to anyone. Um, so that's, I guess that's a win. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this like the equivalent of someone sitting here for the Wi-Fi? Right. <laughs> you, you'll find out. <laughs> so... Um, Let's start with Hoitong. Hoitong uh, and mm-hmm. Grandma, where are you right now in the restaurant? I think I'm busy in uh, sort of the like the least uh, occupied area, um, or maybe out back. I think maybe out back uh, with this uh, table that is a uh, dining table that is broken and just. It seems like it might just be a simple tightening screws or whatever. So I'm just, it's something I usually uh, leave for my husband, but my husband's not here. So I'm going to try to fix it. It looks like it's an easy enough fix. Okay, cool. So as you're uh, fixing this thing, um, I'm going to ask you to roll 5d8s to see if you fix it. Sure. Uh, I have a seven and no fours. Great. So it just screws right back in. Um, tell us about uh, this table. Why is it important to you? This is probably uh, one of the nicer tables. And maybe it even has like a um, those rotating inner um, things for, for, for all the meals. I don't know lazy what it's Susan. called. Oh, it's a lazy Susan? 
Yeah. It's one of those things where I felt there was another word than lazy Susan because it's just like, what did Susan do to ever be called that? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Susan. Susan. But yeah, so there's like a lazy Susan on it and um, the lazy Susan was kind of squeaking quite a bit. So I was actually just repairing that. And as you uh, finish repairing it, you suddenly hear a voice, just like a whisper um, and you're out back. So there's no one else around, but you hear who's coming and you don't see anything or anyone around you. Am I, am I a little bit superstitious about things? <laughs> you are psychic. I am. I, I think, think I'm starting to wonder now if perhaps this might be a spirit of some kind and whether I should pay heed to this morning. Um, is there anything I can do to... Uh... You can try to speak to a spirit. Um, so you have an heirloom uh, mm-hmm. that's attached to your rich great, rich grand-aunt that who, uh, who you could try to talk to. Yeah, I think I'd like to do that. All right, cool. Um, so to do that, you will consult with Ancestor, uh, and you could just do this once per day. Uh, okay. So go ahead and cover in the first box. Done. And when you consult uh, your your grand aunt, what does it look like when uh, when they approach you? I feel like um, I see them in their most formal outfit with that jade hair pick in them. Like I sort of sense their presence and what they would look like, and I think I would have had like a photo of them from like when photography was first like because they they were able to because they were rich enough uh to be able to take a photograph and that's sort of what i always kind of see a silhouette of in my mind and so uh it's sort of like you're transported into this photo uh photo dimension, right? Yeah. Everything's like all desaturated. And you see um you see your grand aunt come to life uh as if you know this photo is just coming to life and she starts moving towards you and she looks at you and she's got this um cigar, this long cigar uh holder and she smokes it and says, Oh hi how are you doing? I'm doing well, Auntie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing quite well. Is there something that you needed from me? Yeah, I, I heard. Were you trying to contact me right now when some someone came? I, I think there's a spirit who's saying they're coming. And I was just wondering if you knew what all of this was about. Hmm. Well, I didn't send that message, but I could look into it for you if you like. Yes, please. You're 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 my favorite aunt. Oh, thank you. I know. You don't have to flatter me. I already know. And so she taps her cigarette uh, into the dirt, and uh, slowly under uh, on the dirt forms like this uh, this sort of symbol. Uh, it's like a sigil, and it glows. And uh, she stares at it for a moment, and she looks back at you, and she's just like, "Huh, that's interesting. That's interesting. It seems like uh, there's a demon in your realm. A demon." Mm-hmm. They must have gotten out of the underworld somehow. Is that gonna is that is that gonna affect my family? Should is there something I can do about it? No, the dirt says that they've been there for a very long time. 
Okay, so I guess they're harmless? Could be. Well, I mean, I guess I guess we'll keep an eye out, but thank you so much for this information. Oh, anytime. How's Sam doing? Sam's doing wonderful. You should see their their work. They're they're so talented and they're so pretty. Oh, they're still trying to be an artist. <laughs> uh. Well, well, you know, it runs in the family. After all, you you are such a work of art. <laughs> I know. All right, it's goodbye, dear. <laughs> and she disappears yeah. into the photograph. Uh at this point, I, I take the table back in and I bring um, Sam and Mary in and I say, so I heard whispers saying they're coming. I don't know what that means, but then I also was able to speak to Auntie and uh, she warned me that there's a demon in our realm and has been there for a long time, so maybe we should be careful about that. And at this point, I'm looking directly at um, Grandma. That is a lot of information, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've dealt with demons before. That's, that's, I'm not concerned. Well, I don't know. What, 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 what did she say? What kind of demon or did she? Well, you know, like, well, she's, I mean, she's not so concerned with the fine details of everything. Just said there was a demon and I did ask for information about it and didn't really give me much to work on. So maybe we should keep an eye on it. And I'm sort of now staring at the shady guest. Well, I imagine all of our heads just like peek out. <laughs> at the shady like a, like a, like a, a vertical so, tree heads. Yes. <laughs> when you peek out. A few things happen. The front door opens and uh, you see a group of tongs burst through the door Mm. and they are loud and rowdy. That's the first thing that you see. The second thing that you see is that they've brought, they've brought in a couple of lizards from the outside. Oh, how big are these lizards? They're like little green anoles. Oh, okay. Okay. Itty bitty. Yeah. Yeah. They're very small. They're just like scuttled in with them. Oh. So they didn't like bring them in. They oh no no, okay, they didn't okay, like, okay, physically just, bring them in. Okay. Just, like, <laughs> I was imagining them carrying them like on their shoulders. Right? They're like talking <laughs> about it. Look at this lizard. <laughs> Check this lizard out. Isn't it cool? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have a lizard race afterwards. Yeah, actually. Okay, now I. <laughs> I imagine it's unusual for us to see lizards walking into our restaurant. But yeah, also uh, health inspection. Yeah, like New York doesn't really <laughs> see a lot of lizards. <laughs> Yeah. Could one of those lizards be the demon, Mom? And this is more a GM question. Is that actually possible? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. okay. Uh, no. But it'd be hilarious. <laughs> so, so I guess I'm I'm wondering, like, uh, and this is, so this is a GM question, like, just thinking about like what what um, my character knows about uh, about the mythology um, and the traditional culture of mythology. Um, is there anything here that, that seems like, do the lizards seem connected to the, this concern about the demon at all? You can roll to find out. Yeah, that's what I want. 5d8. <laughs> and if you want to, you can re-roll. Uh, 
Um, I definitely want to re-roll. <laughs> Do, wait, can I re-roll everything? All of them? Uh, so you re-roll the remaining dice. So 48. Okay. Oh, gotcha. I, I remove one and then re-roll. Okay. There we go. Okay. So a seven is my Oh, highest. nice. All right. Yeah. So uh, you think back on all of your training as a shaman, you know, all the, all the stuff that you've learned from your days uh, practicing, uh, you know, esoteric Taoism and all of that. And you think back to yourself and you're just like, no, this has nothing to do with the Jiangshu. And actually okay. this has nothing to do with anything that you know of. Okay. Maybe New York just has a lizard problem. Ah, okay. Um, Okay, so I, I, you know, I, I uh, take out and light another cigarette, um, and I say, uh, "Oh, those lizards are just going to give give Officer Perry another reason to hassle us." Uh, <laughs> Sam, can can you try and get those get deal deal with the lizards um, and 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 get get some drinks uh, to the um, to the tongs who who just came in as well. Uh, we know if we get them uh, get them a little bit of alcohol, as they uh, we know they're going to ask for it. And if we go ahead and get it to them quicker, they will um, be they'll be rambunctious in a less much less disruptive way. True. Okay. So I think Sam grabs a few drinks on a tray and uh, I like that Sam bartends makes a few yeah. drinks on a tray. <laughs> it is and... prohibition era. Just for a quick. Oh, oh, <laughs> so then maybe we it's cocktails. Yeah. Or do we have like bootleg? Yeah, do, we, do we think we have bootleg like That's alcohol? A good question. Maybe grandma has bootleg alcohol. Grandma. Oh. <laughs> the grandma special people ask for the grandma special. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what did uh, they ask for well, bloody it, it, marys uh, i love it and those are the hard drinks yeah <laughs> i think in that case since it is prohibition um i don't think we should just give them alcohol yeah. um you should yeah. give them tea and if they want alcohol then they'll have to they'll have to i mean okay. as they know they'll have to do something for us maybe help us out when the officer perry comes back by yep okay so i'm gonna have tea First of all, I'm going to ask you to uh, Sam to roll five. D- Actually, uh, when you're conveying all of this information over to Sam, do you speak in English or Cantonese? Oh, I probably speak in Cantonese. Yes. I'm, I'm insistent that you, it is your fault and you need to learn. Yeah. <laughs> that right. feels right. I love it. I love yeah, it. So, I, I so feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you know a little bit of Cantonese, but I'm going to ask you to roll a uh, 5d8. Okay. Uh, seven, six, five. I got three sixes, a five, and a seven. Okay, awesome. So you do understand, uh, and you don't seem to mess up the order. Okay. But do you? Oh. Do I mess up the order? Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. All right. Uh, so what do you do that's out of the ordinary? Um, or a little bit different from what grandma told you to do? Yeah. Uh, I think that I bring them a different kind of tea. 
like I'll just say we have a couple of different kinds of teas and maybe I bring them the tea we typically serve in the morning instead of in the evening. And so I just met like mess it up just a little bit. All right. So the tongs, uh, who you see at the front, um, they're already pretty drunk and, uh, they are here for a birthday party and they go straight to you, Sam. And they say, so, uh, the, the people who are in the tongs, uh, you recognize one of them as being Joe, Joe long. Mm -hmm. Uh, she is the leader of the ghost tigers, very original name. Um, it's actually not that original. She just copied it from like a bunch of other tongs that are around the area uh, and mosh them together. Uh, she's young. She's in her 20s and she's very ambitious, but she's kind of a goof uh, mm-hmm. to get the job done. But she usually messes up. OK. Uh, next to her are Ah Young, uh, she, her and Barry, he, him, Joe's mm-hmm. minions. And they're both equally bad at the crimes. <clears throat> OK. Uh, so they come up to you and they're just like, we're here for a birthday because we are the best tongue gang thing ever. Absolutely. You are the best tongue <laughs> gang ever. Uh, how, how many, how Sam tries to look like how, how many in the party? There's only three of us right now, but expect at least 10. They're, oh. they're just a little late. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have tea for you. Um, so why don't you have a seat over here at our large round party table and I can bring more tea out when everyone else arrives. Can we have the special? Uh, I will check, but you should know we're expecting Officer Perry to come back. So that could be a concern. I mean, unless you talk to him when he gets here and convince him to you know, leave. Just like clockwork, Officer Perry comes through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently he's been sitting outside this whole time and he's been using, you know, your spot uh, as an excuse to come in to arrest people. So he walks in and he sees that uh, there are tongs there and he's just like, he goes up to Sam and uh, he's just like, so what's going on here? Oh, just a, a birthday party with tea. A birthday party mm-hmm. with tea and he picks up one of the teas and he like inspects it and sniffs it. Would, would you also like some tea officer Perry? I can get you your own tea. More like liquor. And he takes a sip of it and he's just like, this is tea, isn't it? It's just tea. It is. Well, he puts it down and he tries another more like liquor. And he takes a swig. <laughs> this is also tea. Mm hmm. Sam rotates the tray to so that the third cup <laughs> is closer to him. <laughs> Go more like liquor. Uh-huh. This is this is still tea. Officer Perry, are you going to taste all our guests' tea because we're we're going to be busy again, and I don't know that they'd like that very much. I would like a seat, please. Of of course. Um, that that booth right over there is open. I'll, I can bring you a menu and some more tea, unless no. you're full of tea. I'm full of tea. I would okay. like to see a menu. Thank you. Okay. And he sits back down. Okay. Uh, Sam brings over a menu and and then, um, so are you going to take this to go for your family since it's after work and you said you have a family to well, take no, care Well, no, I'm here for the money, first of all. Right. So should I bring you money and your dinner to go? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um, here's the menu. 
but I could bring you a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh yeah. I could go for that. Okay. I am a winner after all. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yep. That was so good. As you're rushing off, uh, Joe Long from the Tong <laughs> comes up to me and Sorry. she's just like, hey, uh, hey Joe. Yeah, so uh, I have to get Officer Perry's food to go. And then once he leaves, I can bring you the special. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a huge fan <laughs> we'll, of our winking. We'll be right over here. Okay. We're, we're expecting more people. Just right. Saying. It's yeah. not just us. Right. There's going to be like 10, 10 of you. At least. At, l- at least. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go tell mom I'm and grandma. really Grimace. popular. Just saying. Well, you're the best Tong gang ever. So. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to go sit back down. I'll be back. <laughs> Sam runs off into the <laughs> kitchen. Cool. What's everyone else doing in the back kitchen? Uh, Hopefully I- making food. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think yeah. I'm just in general meal prepping and serving at the kitchen. I'm I'm hovering around at different points, uh, inter, inter, uh, interjecting myself into the cooking process in ways that I believe are incredibly helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like telling me the noodles should be prepped in water as I'm doing exactly that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or just like uh, like putting my hand right onto uh, onto a pan as you're cooking with it. It's yeah. hot. It's it's we can't, fine. It's we fine. can't afford to take you to the hospital if you if you burn your hand. I'll be fine. I've been doing this for years. I don't want your son to say I killed his mother while he was gone. I don't want you to kill me either. I don't want to kill you. Kind of backs up. I just mean if you hurt yourself and then you you die while your son your son's away, just you know what? Never mind. Thank you for the help. So grandma, as you're Very trying well. to help, you hear a little squeaking sound. A squeaking sound? Squeak, squeak. And it's coming from your foot. You look down and you see a little lizard. I never took care of the lizards. <laughs> feels right <laughs> well hello there um, I think I pick it up it chirps happily in your palm and I I, I, I come over to to uh, my daughter-in-law and, and hold it out and can you tell me what this is I look at it and my eyes widen and I'm about to take whatever cooking utensil I have to smack your hand, just like a reflex. (laughs) I don't, but it's like reflex. It's like, that is a lizard and that should not be in the kitchen. Officer Perry's outside. You're right. It shouldn't be in the kitchen. (laughs) (sighs) And they sort of with your permission kind of turn you around towards the door (laughs) and kind of try to push you to like take the lizard out back i just um kind of shuffle away from you and say uh some of us have raised our children well enough to follow through with the things they say they're going to do um but but sure you're right i'll take this lizard outside i will take care of it i walk i walk the lizard out back um with a very dramatic huff. 
<laughs> the lizard looks at you with sad eyes as if it doesn't want to leave. Squee! I'm going to put the lizard in my pocket. It'll be fine. <laughs> when you do that, uh, Grandpa Wong appears before you as a ghost, as a spirit. He usually comes to you every so often just to okay. like, you know, annoy you. It's like, but you know, it's, it's sort of rare because long distance phone calls like this are kind of expensive. Um, but he appears before you anyway. I, I, I quickly pull my hand out of my pocket and say that I, I, hello. Hello, my love. I have something to tell you. Did you get my message? I don't think you, were you calling someone else? No, I was calling you. I, I didn't get any messages. I, I said they're coming. Uh, okay. The judge uh, they're coming. The, you should have been more specific the first time. The, fir- that was, the, the first Jenk time. show was the m- much more important piece of information there. Was it? Oh, yes. Yes, that, yes, I should have, I should have said that first, I guess. Uh-huh. But that's, that doesn't matter. Right now, you need to know that they are coming. Oh, I win. Uh, they should be here around now. And you hear a scream coming from the kitchen or from the restaurant. Okay. I, yeah, I, I shake, shake my head. Your timing is impeccable as usual. I take out another cigarette as I, as I walk inside. You're welcome. Talk to you. Talk to you later this week. (laughs) Yeah. Remember to pick up my call this time. And a wave. So in the restaurant, there is a screen. And uh, when you look at into the restaurant, you notice that uh, the guy with the trench coat has uh, attacked Officer Perry. And Officer Perry is now down on the floor. And this other guy, the guy in the trench coat, uh, is on top of him. And it looks like these blue wisps are seeping out of uh, Officer Perry's face into this guy's mouth. Oh. Is is Sam the only one who sees this, or? Uh, Sam, I think you're at the you're at the restaurant right now, right? The front of the yeah. restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're probably the only person that sees this, but everyone hears the screaming. Yeah. In fact, okay. most of the customers are leaving at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tong is the only um, they're the only people that are still in the restaurant. Yeah, I I think I think Sam was putting cups down for ten and bringing a couple of teapots over and, and was pouring the tea for the three folks that are there and like looks over and is like, Oh, officer Perry, but like continuing to pour the tea. Um, (laughs) and then like puts it down and then rushes over and is like, what you can't fight here. What's the customer. You don't have to leave winter, winter chicken dinners for everyone. Um, (laughs) and isn't like too close to them, but is like trying to see what is happening. Um, what are you doing right now? I think I hear the scream, and regardless of what is happening in the cooking process or whatever, I just kind of run out with uh, uh, with my broom in one hand and like a um, strainer in the other, like for like for frying things, you know, the the um, spider strainer. Yep. And I just rush in, sort of like either I have to clean something up or smack something. I'm not sure what yet. And I see what's going on, and I sort of make my way to it, probably smacking, trying to get the uh, stranger in the trench coat off with my broom. 
so I'm going to ask, uh, so is everyone there trying to get the stranger out or just Hortong? <laughs> uh, I imagine I would have, as soon as um, I went inside or left left the Grandpa Wong, I would have went to grab my recipe book, my secret recipe book, mm -hmm. um, and start trying to go to grab whatever whatever things I need. Nice. Which y'all will find out when you see me have it. Ooh, awesome. All right, so Hoi Tung, it sounds like you're trying to attack uh, attack the man in the trench coat. I'm gonna ask you to roll five D8s. All right. Come on. Uh, ooh, so no uh, fours and two eights. Nice. All right, so what does it look like when you smack this guy in the head? I think the absolute, like, sort of, like, the shock of someone of, like, this is happening. They don't expect to be smacked on the head with a broom and I kind of, like, shoot you sort of a thing. And I feel that's what kind of shocks them out of whatever they're doing and uh, makes them step away from Officer Barry. Nice. And I'm so... just, like, literally sweeping this person out. <laughs> so you're sweeping out um there's he it looks like his eyes are just like drained of life like they don't look like they're they're uh all quite there and when you're sweeping him out he's just like he just like doesn't even seem like he's all fully like um you know he's sort of like in a daze right mm -hmm. and so as you're doing this he starts hopping and hopping and then he real he looks like he's gotten a, a sudden realization of something he sees a couple of lizards scuttle out of the restaurant and he starts following them out of the restaurant. He also drops a couple of things. Uh, the first thing is a gun and the oh. second thing is a piece of paper. I picked the paper up. Uh, it is all in English. Sam, <laughs> I just passed the paper. I mean, I can read it, but I feel like when, when I'm in shock, I probably kind of think in Cantonese more than English. That makes sense. Yeah. Sam, Sam will try to read it and also point to the gun. Mom, a gun. He dropped a gun. Don't pick it up. Because oh. I'm looking at Officer Perry of like, I do not want to be holding a gun when Officer Perry gets con conscious. I will. Sam puts their hands up and then down to take the note and look at the note. <laughs> you look at the note and it is actually a bounty uh, for Jimmy Walker. Oh, does it have any details? Uh, it has a large sum of money. Ah, okay. And that's about it. Okay. And maybe kind of with my foot, toss the gun under a table just to be like out of sight. Um, yeah. Sam explains to, um, to mom, mom, it, it's, it's a bounty for Jimmy Walker. It's for a lot of money. Jimmy Walker, the, the politician man. Yeah. Why here? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, that the guy had, uh, he only asked me one question and it was about if Jimmy Walker ever came in here. Maybe he was waiting for him. But Jimmy Walker doesn't, is not our loyal client, like patron. I told him. I told him he's only been in like a few times. I don't know. Oh, Officer Perry, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Officer Perry right. is quiet. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, go for it. Um, he doesn't say anything, but his eyes suddenly pop wide open. And he's got that same lifeless look. Oh. So I was gonna say right about right about this point, uh, I'm gonna 
kind of kick the, it's, I imagine it's one of those like swinging kitchen doors. Um, <laughs> so I kicked the door open with cigarettes still in my mouth. I got a bag of rice um, and one of the like jugs of something clear. And it's come out and I'm looking around for what's, what's going on. I shout, I shout something cat can I, sh- I shout like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> where is it? And I just point one at the door and one down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the one the one in the trench coat is definitely out the door. Like he's yeah. gone. Um, but the uh, officer Perry, who's on the floor, uh, he his eyes are wide open and he stretches out his arms, and then he pushes himself up and he starts hopping towards you. Oh, I. Just- Go ahead. I say, I shout, hold your breath. <gasps> um, he goes by to Sam, sniffs the air, and doesn't sense anything, and then starts hopping over to mom, sniffs the air, doesn't sense anything, and then hops over to grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, at this point, I, um, so yeah, I, I'm still breathing. I didn't stop to hold my breath. I've got the, the bag of the bag of uh, rice. And I kind of like, as it's hopping towards us, I just kind of pour a bunch of rice on the ground in between us. Um, and then I, uh, as it gets closer, I try and splash it with the vinegar from the, from the jug I've got in my hand. Cause I, I imagine it'll stop at the rice. Um, so when it gets to the rice, it's about to attack you, but that sees the rice. It looks down and it starts counting one, two, three, each grain of rice. And then when you pour the vinegar over him, it just sears his skin and he just falls back and he's just like screaming in agony. Um, oh, uh, I'm so bad with names. Julia, um, uh, I, I kind of shout out, uh, Julia. You should be able to, or take, take the cigarette out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Julia. <laughs> uh, use, use your, your psychic, uh, was it? Psych, psychic spells can, can stop them, can immobilize them. Um, so. Yeah, I, I try to see if I can connect with the body of Officer Perry. <laughs> Roll I just realized how horrible that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll 5d8. Okay. Ooh, my itty bitty dice went flying. Um, so that's an 8 and 6. And I'm just going to reroll one of them instead of looking for my itty bitty dice. Um, so no 4s uh, and an 8. Nice. So you got an 8. Okay. So uh, what does it look like when you're trying to connect? When you're trying to brain connect with this ex-officer Perry. I think I try to sort of look like similar to how I communicate with my aunt. I kind of take in the visual, uh, the visual sort of presence of uh, Officer Perry. And then I try to sort of look for their aura and kind of reach out for the one that is very much them. So uh, you go into sort of this uh, this trance where you like see all these bright colors and uh, it's sort of like this this weird cosmic thing that you're going through this cosmic tunnel that you're going through and then you see uh, you sort of like connect into his mind 
and you see um, you see Jimmy Walker and you see this pure hatred towards Jimmy Walker and needing to mm-hmm. find him. And the one thing that you can do to find him is to follow the lizards. Okay. You go back into your own mind. I think I think uh, he's looking for Jimmy Walker and to follow the lizards. And I say this in Cantonese. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I, I I have a question. I'm gonna try and remember. Uh, when someone has been turned into a Jingsha, is there is the, are they already dead at that point? Is there any saving them? Is there? Um, you can heal them. Yes. I, oh. Cool. Is that on my, I don't think that's on my. Uh, so most people can't heal Jasha mm-hmm. unless you are a, um, unless you are a Wu or if you're like a, um, a mm-hmm. herbalist. Okay. Well, I am a Wu, so. You could try to heal him and see what happens. I, he's, he's paused for a moment, right? Yeah. He's just like hanging he's out not- with vinegar, yeah. like. Okay. on the floor so I, I mean I definitely look at at at, uh, at you um, Weeting and and ask is he really worse like this I'm not sure Sorry, was it a question aimed at me oh 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 sorry yes yes to you sorry. um yeah is is he is he really worse should I should it I could try and make him better but I mean, if you can heal him, I I think having a dead officer is worse than a officer taking money from us. Okay, fine, fine. I will try. Wait, we're and gonna heal. we're gonna kill him. No, but look at his face. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see uh, out the window, like you see like a bunch of hopping people going Uh-oh. in one direction. Ah, one direction, like a band. Well, I guess I'm going to say that if if I think it's something I could do quickly, I would try and heal him. Other than that, um, my instinct is to try and follow them. Um, I, is it something I think I could do quickly? You want to try and follow the juncture outside? I think, do we? I don't know. Yeah. They do, are do I, very dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Do we, we have any way to contact Jimmy Walker? Mm. Um, we're supposed to not. we're supposed to follow the lizards, right? So, oh, the Joshu wants to follow the lizards. Oh, they yeah. do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we probably should like. Sam suggests that we close the restaurant. By the way, just remembered there's three tongs just sitting here over They're here. They're terrified. They're just like clutching onto menus and like teapots and whatever they can find. <gasps> Yeah, I think we should try to get them to leave. Just uh, just re- back them then whatever's left of our kitchen of our chicken dinners, just back them okay. and give it to them. And we Tell them clo- to go have it at chicken. We should close the restaurant and try and and then try to heal Officer Perry. That way yes. more don't come in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we can put rice at the doors to stop them from coming in. <gasps> okay. So I think Sam goes to the back to package up to go meals because mm-hmm. we're Whatever's left of the kitchen, just right, like... just throwing. Uh, yeah, okay. Tom's like a big. And they're just like, can we? Can we just stay? That that looks really terrifying outside. We're not as tough as we actually are. Or oh, I mean, yeah. as long yeah. as you stay out of the way. Yeah, and remember that we basically saved your life. 
Oh, we will never forget this. Okay, that sounds good, right? Okay. Don't worry, sweeties, we'll protect you. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Sam locks up the front and puts the rice in front like Grandma um, instructed. Uh Um, I guess I'm going to try and heal the the officer Perry. whatever his Perry yeah. officer Perry grandma wouldn't okay. care to remember his name <laughs> no <laughs> the officer okay so I got one out the highest number okay I got one five. Oh, okay so you were not that successful in trying to heal him mm-hmm. um so what does it look like when you're trying to make him better? And he's just like focused on counting these grains of rice. Okay. Um, I think, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm walking around him with still with the cigarette in my mouth. Um, and, uh, trying to, since I'm using, I guess the woo, since I'm trying to speak to the spirits, I'm trying to like, um, uh, create some of the spirits and, and, uh, some of my ancestors and, ask them for help. Um, uh, so I guess I'm, I'm asking if there's, uh, any spirits around that can come and help and can come, uh, bring the evil force, lead the evil thing out of this man's body, um, back to where it belongs. The one person that picks up your call is grandpa Wong. He shows up and he's just like, Hey, Oh, it would be you. I mean, I did warn you, right? Like, this is... Kind of. You kind of warned me. I did warn you. I think you warned someone else. You know, I'm not that good at phone calls or anything like that. I know. I'm I'm aware. Um, can Can you make yourself useful and, and uh, the... We, we need this... We need him to not die in our restaurant. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, I could do this. And he sticks his hand right through his chest. I can't do much. I'm a ghost. I'm dead, remember? Can we all see Grandpa Wong? <laughs> no, I think only Grandpa Wong. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so speaking in speaking in Cantonese, um, so you're picking up, uh, you know, little bits of it, but uh, the, so uh, about as useful as you were when you were alive. That's great. Um, you You know I love you, but... You never were much help. You have a funny way of showing that you love me, but sure, okay. I'm, things are stressful right now. I'm sorry. The, I don't. I don't know what to do. Uh, what? What should we do? Well, okay. It's hard. Before you hung up on me, I was going to tell you some more stuff that would have been important, and then you left. But I guess I could tell you now. Thank you. Please. And he just like doesn't say anything for a moment. I really appreciate how helpful you are. And we couldn't do this without you. All right, so I'll tell you. Uh, So a demon has been living in New York for a while and has been pretending to be a political candidate. Oh, and also that political candidate is sort of mad right now because Jimmy Walker is like super popular or something. So he's trying to do his best to kill him off. Or so I've heard from everyone else, all the other ghosts. I have a lot of ghost friends. Very popular. Yep. Um, what, what, what does that have to do with us, though? 
we're not involved in politics. No, you just seem to be caught in the crossfire, honestly. Mom, Grandma's talking to herself again. She's talking to Grandpa. I've seen her do this before, but I'm not quite sure. Oh, Sam, wherever Grandpa Wong is that the camera sees, Sam turns the other way. Hi, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Your grandkids, uh, I think they're trying to say hi to me. My my grandkids? (laughs) (laughs) They take after you. I would argue that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, do you do you have anything else helpful to? I, I mean, I, I again, I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's a uh, been an influx of lizard activity in New York for some strange reason. Yeah. Did oh, did you do Sam? Did you you told us what you heard in the police officer's brain? Did you? Oh yeah, that was yeah, Miriam. But yeah, you did. Oh right? sorry, yeah, sorry. You know, it was Miriam. Yeah, Miriam is psychic powers. What am I talking about? Yeah. Um, Julia, you did. Okay, yes. Um, yeah, the 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 Jenksha were following them. Uh, we already know that. Yeah, there's some sort of strange spell that was cooked up that has something to do with uh, the lizards being attracted to Jimmy Walker, and then the Jenksha would follow the lizards, and then eventually. Based on that, the demon would be able to find Jimmy Walker if said lizards and said Jiangshu don't, you know, finish the job. I wonder if there's any way we could send the lizard somewhere else. Well, that's all I know. <laughs> all right. I do mean it, though. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I miss honey. you. I miss you, too. We'll talk next week. Yeah. Now, and make sure you dial the right number this time. Uh, you know what? I have so many address books. You bought me all of these address books in the afterlife. I don't know how to use these. Is it the leather bound one? Is it this one? I, I don't know. And as he's just like going back and forth comparing address books, he just like disappears into the wind. <laughs> oh, grandpa. <laughs> and then wipes away a tear and then uh, oh. the old fart said it's the lizards. <laughs> Okay, but what about this lizard? And I point at Officer Perry. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can we can we just put him outside and let him hop away with the rest of them? Yeah, the, yeah. I bet the I bet the tongs will help us throw him out back since we already locked up the front, and then then maybe we can make a plan. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting into the dead of night. And that okay. is, um, that's when there is Jiangsha all over the streets. Okay. Well, we're just throwing one more back in the street. Yeah, I think as we As long as he tongs. doesn't die on our restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I think we should ask the tongs to like throw them out back, close the door up, and then put rice, right? So that we have yeah. like hunker down. I'm going to ask all of you to roll 5d8s. Okay. Oof, my highest is a six. So I've got uh, two sevens and an eight and one four. Ooh, okay. So who got the who who got the lowest? All right. So uh, what happened? How do you fail at trying to convince the tongs to help you out? Oh, um, yeah. I don't think I offer anything up. I think I I think I just get a little too like, hey, remember how we 
saved your life by letting you stay in the restaurant. We need you to throw Officer Perry out the back door and then just run back in. It'll be fine. That's a real officer. Yeah, but he's not, he's not like an officer right now. I don't think he knows what's going on. At this point, they're like a little too drunk to even do anything. So they're just like, we went to a party before this. I, we can't do it. (sighs) Okay. Okay. I'm just so tired. And I just like falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Passes out. Uh, Mom, I think we're going to have to, I think we're going to have to throw him out the back ourselves. We can, we can drag him. Right. And just, right. Yeah. Is he like, is he still like asleep almost? Uh, he is just counting rice, but he's, oh, that's like, right. He's got like smoke coming out of his back from the vinegar. What if we make a, a trail of rice? That's what I was thinking is we make a trail of rice and kind of shift the rice towards the outside and kind of just toss it all outside. Yeah. Who rolled the second highest? Uh, I got a seven. I guess the eight got canceled by the four. So it'd be seven for me. All right, yeah. cool. So how do you try to push um, push Officer Perry towards the kitchen, towards the back? Um, I think I like doing that plan of like shifting the rice and kind of being like, well, no, count in this direction, count in this direction, count in this direction. And maybe having a piece of the chicken dinner kind of floating off like as bait <laughs> tied to a string and just kind of like, like fishing. Nice. <laughs> he's just like that and he just like hops towards the the chicken and like start stops counting and then starts counting and just like follows you along um grandma you rolled the highest how do you kick officer perry out the, the, the back door um so i i pick <clears throat> up the which which one of the tongs looks the 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 most oh the least drunk um say Barry. Barry? Okay. So I go over, I pick up the gun that they, that was kicked under the thing earlier and I wake Barry up with the gun and say, (laughs) and so wakes up, the gun is pointed and say, uh, my daughter would like some help, please. Oh, oh, grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Anything for you. And he like hiccups a little bit and stands up. Which way? turn him and push him a little oh yeah uh he looks over at sam what do you need help with no, my mom my mom needs help oh, that way oh, that way needs help. that way mom mom i'm here <laughs> in the kitchen through the oh, front okay. and through the swinging doors <laughs> what do you what do you need help with <laughs> uh getting this guy out the door oh. just just push push Okay, and he topples over uh, to <laughs> Officer Perry and falls flat on the flat on the floor and starts snoring. <sighs> I drag him back in and close the door after <laughs> after Officer Perry's out. <laughs> I just leave him there on the kitchen floor and I just yep. start putting rice on the door edge. Yeah, yep. uh-huh. and that ends the first day. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We did so, it. So uh, we do have a second day, but do we mm-hmm. want to uh, take a break here? Yeah, I think uh, we will continue that on our next episode. Yeah. Yay. So.
thank you so much. This was such a blast. Um, thank you everyone for watching. That was Jingxu. Um, thank you again to yeah, uh, our guest, Banana, for joining us tonight. Um, if you'd like to play Jingxu, um, check out the link, which we will post in the Twitch chat. Uh, and if you're watching this later on our VOD or on our podcast, you can get more info in our video description or in the show notes. Uh, let's just go around the table one last time and plug ourselves. Just tell us who you are and where we can find you. Shall we start with our guest? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much for having me, GM. Uh, Joshua Blown the Banquet Hall here for you today. Uh, I am one of the co-designers of this game. Uh, the other co-designer is Sanfon Lim. Um, I had a blast running this game for everyone. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook at Banana Chan Games. Uh, I also design other games and I write for other games and I also publish games. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, I'll pass it over to Mariam. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm Mariam and uh, I'm on Twitter at media underscore junk key and <laughs> i love this game so much uh and uh, <laughs> uh and you can find me here uh every alternate thursday uh co-hosting with um my wonderful co-host jeremy and Kristen, um where we play games here as well as on utopia every alternate sunday where you can see me running kahania which is a monster of the week campaign set in serzamine a campaign setting i'm writing uh set in south asia and i do a lot more but um yeah you can just check me out on twitter i will now pass it to kristen thanks miriam uh yeah had a blast playing can't wait to play again our second day my mind's already turning what are we gonna do um but you can find me on twitter at chris is no jedi uh as i mentioned before i'm a game designer writer um podcaster i co-host and edit powered by the players which is an actual play podcast um playing all your favorite pbta games in one shots and miniseries uh we feature a rotating diverse cast and it was created by three bim Puck folks much, much like the show um, that's over at Geekspective Network. Um, also at Geekspective Network, I now co-host um, Tabletop Babble. Um, I run an interview show called Tabletop Crowd, in which I am interviewing folks who have upcoming gaming-related crowdfunding projects in order to hype and boost and get the word out. So you can find more information about that. Um, again, if you follow me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. Uh, and now our final lovely co-host, Jeremy, I'll hand it to you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I had, oh yeah, so it's such a blast. I can't wait to, to play the next, or the rest of the game on our next show. Um, but yeah, so you can find me, uh, my name is Jeremy. Uh, you can find me at Hark Morper on Twitter. Um, I, uh, you can see me on this uh, every other Thursday and uh, making occasional guest appearances. Uh, um, in uh, anywhere that anywhere I can find <laughs> um, when I when I've got the time. So uh, that's me, um, and that's our show for tonight. So if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at uh, TazGeek and consider donating to our coffee so we can afford to keep buying games from wonderful indie designers. Um, and join us next time as we finish the uh, Jengshu blood in the banquet hall and find out what happens to Jimmy Walker.
Bye, everyone. Their Super Geek is brought to you by Misdirected Mark Productions.